Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Cookbook Circle Podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Victoria. We're two friends with a shared love of food, cooking, and all things cookbooks. We are now in the third season of this podcast. And this one is all about, well, not really anything in particular. We are themeless. So you can expect deep dives on certain dishes, reviews of cookbooks, of course, but there'll be new cookbooks, old cookbooks, all sorts of cookbooks. And of course, we'll be asking you, our lovely listeners, for some input on episodes that we're going to do. It's going to be so, it's gonna be so fun. fun. And if you love what we do, we're also on Patreon. This means if you'd like to support us, your subscription will help to cover the podcast costs from the books themselves to the ingredients for what we cook. And in return, you'll get some fun stuff like bonus mini-sodes. To find out more, visit our website, thecookbookcircle.com, or you can find the link in our show notes. Thanks, friends. Now, let's get to the fun part. Hello, Victoria. <laughs> Hello, Hannah. How are you doing? Um, I'm good. Would you like a weather update? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> so it's October. Yeah. Uh, as you're probably aware. And it's currently, where I am, 21 degrees. Wow. Um, it's incredibly hot and sunny. Incredibly hot. I mean, that's, that is pure hyperbole. Um, for October, it is incredibly hot, and that's that's that feels lovely. But also, you know, there's an underlying sinister vibe to that. Yeah, which we won't. Um, maybe we shouldn't explore. But that is the weather update. We're a lighthearted podcast, you know. We uh, we are. We try to you know take people away from the, <laughs> the horrendous news agenda. Yeah, there's plenty of that <laughs> into our horrendous brains. <laughs> You had a birthday recently. I did have a birthday. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. They come but once a year 
It's my birthday year. <laughs> um, yes, I had a lovely day of eating to celebrate. On Friday, I took the day off work, went to Popham's Bakery in North London, went to Dusty Knuckle, got a big old sandwich, and then went to Theo's Pizzeria on Saturday. Did not get the tiramisu because there was no time and the staff were being horrendously slow. But that is actually the only oh. tiramisu that I've ever really liked. Um, so I was a bit sad not to get it. Oh. But yeah. Don't they have like a, they, ho- no, they don't host, but they do they, they often win like the best tiramisu in the country, right? Yeah, I feel like they've, they've done, yeah. It's not too sweet. It's not too coffee. It's, it's just really good. We're here again in your ears to talk about another classic <laughs> recipe ultimate classic ultimate classic <laughs> it's an ultimate it is an ultimate classic well it, i don't know if it is well <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about one who am i to decide <laughs> what is ultimate and what is classic no we are here to decide if it's ultimate okay but I cannot decide if it's classic. Who do you think I am? Coco Chanel? <laughs> the way you said that with such difficulty would lead me to say, no, I don't think you are. Coco. <laughs> um, okay. Well, well, it's, you know, it's a popular recipe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a popular dish. Popular dish, yes. We're talk about the popular um, recipes and which ones we like. So. <laughs> so we're off to a good start. Really that's... good, yeah. Um, well, we've previously done ultimate chocolate chip cookies. Vic is laughing at me and I don't know why. I don't really know I'm really laughing why. at you. I'm just, I'm just laughing. I'm giddy. <laughs> giddy up, girl. Um, <laughs> uh, we did the ultimate chocolate chip cookies wow. and people liked that. Did we do another ultimate as well? We did veggie burgers. Veggie burgers. <laughs> oh, we're really just like Hannah is incredibly engaged in this podcast. <laughs> I just have the worst memory ever, and this season is—it feels like has been going. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> More proof for everyone's pudding. <laughs> Only tiramisu from Theo's is the pudding. <laughs> was the proof <laughs> oh I love the podcast very much it just felt like a while since we did the veggie babies one and the cookies um so we thought another fun one to do would be pancakes pancakes hot cakes some people call them I believe yes and they're the same because there's like those ricotta hot cakes from Granger and Co but it's just a pancake right Ooh. yeah yeah um, that was one of the suggestions, actually. <laughs> um, that was one of the suggestions from one of our lovely followers. Were those? Are you going to start beatboxing? <laughs> uh, oh no! Oh, that's apparently, what's apparently not. <laughs> I was just really researching. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's more R two D two than like. <laughs> so um, our attempt at AI. <laughs> the yes, the ricotta hot cake with honeycomb and butter from Bill Granger. <laughs> Dick is just laughing at me and I don't know why. <laughs> I just I just registered that I said beatboxing and you chose to say I'm more R2D2 than so solid crew. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's like they are the epitome of beatboxes, which I I love that they came. I thought I got away with that, you know. I was like, wow, she didn't pick up on that at all. I I took a moment to process it. Um, Who would you? Who would you choose as a beatboxer? I don't know. Beatboxing. Beatboxing. Example. I, just, I love that you know so solid crew reference <laughs> 21 seconds <laughs> do you know how they did you do you know why it's 21 seconds in that song uh no oh no you tell me it was that they they looked at like what the average song length was for getting played on the radio or something it was like three minutes and a half or something and then they divided that by the number of members in so solid crew and got 21 <laughs> seconds so then it was that's how they did it it was just good old-fashioned math uh, don't, they don't make them like that anymore no, they don't. <laughs> i always said math needs to be a key component in my in the music that i listen to anyway that is i think actually what rishi sunak said in his speech recently <laughs> <laughs> he's getting Romeo in I wish he <laughs> to would. talk about maths I know I wonder what he's doing now um, apart from ruining the country <laughs> <laughs> no Romeo oh he's only making the country better um, pancakes with his beatbox <laughs> pancakes hot cakes and we are talking about American style big fluffy boys and then we'll talk about Thick the pancakes <laughs> Who's your favourite um, uh, thick, fluffy American boy? Um, I don't know. I can't come up with a witty answer. Uh, this would be—I feel like yeah. a, a football player would be a good person to put in here, but I'm, yeah. I'm no Taylor Swift, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's all just say Travis Kelsey, and then because that's a name that we know based on Taylor Swift. Thanks, Tay Tay. Um. <laughs> Yes, love thick American fluffy boys. Why do you? Are you a pancake? Are you a pancake maker? Yes. Okay. Well, yes, yes. I like a pancake. I think they're a, a lovely. If I've got people round for breakfast, which is not very often, um, if they've stayed over, whatever. I feel like pancakes are a good, impressive, big fluffy American boys yeah. are impressive. And everyone likes it. And you just have all the toppings out. Yeah. And people can just pick what they want. Yeah, it's true. What what, what would your ideal toppings be? Um, Are you a bacon gal? So I... Pardon? Are you a bacon gal? <laughs> I am not a bacon gal. I am not a heat and... Not heat and sweet. I am not a meat and sweet person gotcha. in life. Right. I am meaty and I'm sweetie. <laughs> But I do not mix. Never the twain shall meet. Yeah. <clears throat> so I am. Um, I just like a, a fruit often, oh. like a like a, a fruity compote or something, yeah. or like a jam, or obviously a peanut butter and banana. Yeah. My problem with the peanut butter is it's too claggy, right? So you need something like saucier in there. Maple syrup. Maple syrup. And peanut butter and banana. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Don't at me. Yeah. Um, um, I, okay. yeah, I, th- I think you're right about it because I think sometimes your pancake can be a bit dry and claggy. Yeah. As well. Yeah. If you're not. And then so you've got peanut butter and that. And also, 
<laughs> here's my other thoughts about big fluffy American boys. I want the topping on every pancake. Don't give me a stack and just put shit on the top. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I'm, I think actually we do have similar opinions on this, but I think I've just maybe given up too early on the pancake. Okay. I've never, tell me tell me your opinions. I just don't think it's... I just... It's too much cake, not enough topping. Too much like... Yeah, mm. like you need more stuff going on there. I've always said that it's a bit harder for veggies because I just love to, you know, play the woe is me card. But I always think that like bacon and maple syrup looks good. It's also like yeah. texturally because it's the crispy bacon, blah, blah, blah. Um, but... So I've always had like yogurt and berries and maple syrup or whatever, mm. but it's just never really floated my boat. But actually the way you're talking, I think maybe, yes, I should have, I should abort the stack and I should try some maple syrup and peanut butter and banana because I think I'd be okay with that. Treat it more like a sandwich. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like a club sandwich. Yeah. Layers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think that... Um, one of my favourite places to go in America, uh, because I'm basic as IHOP, yeah. Oh, it is. And I, thought I, was, I, I love it. I, I cannot believe we don't have it in this country. I love it so much. And every time we're in the States, I make whoever I'm with take me there, even though I think that people are often a bit, or often a bit embarrassed. But really? it's good shit. Anyway, they have this, like, they have the syrups on there on the table yeah. right so you can just use as much as you want and they it's like endless coffee endless syrups and right. like breakfast that are like for made for like six people just for one person and it's like five dollars but anyway <laughs> they their blueberry syrup amazing because wow. then you can like you can use as much as you want you can put a bit on the top you can then put a bit on every little bite yeah <sighs> That's what you need, yeah. I think maybe I've just been getting the topping to pancake ratio all wrong. Fun fact, actually, I watched um, my Instagram algorithm likes to <laughs> serve me lots of rescue dog content because it makes oh. me cry um, and I love it. it. It's always like happy rescue dog content. And there was a little one on there recently who ha- didn't have his front legs and he- his name was IHOP. Oh. <laughs> I just put my hand in my mouth and tried to that. Really but it is adorable. Oh, That's cute. Did he have little wheels? Um, or something? I didn't actually watch the whole thing. I just saw this, this still at the start. But he looked very mm. happy. I happy I hop. <laughs> How do you feel about ice cream and like chocolate, Nutella, that vibe on a pancake? Um, again, I just think Nutella can make it all a bit claggy so I think yeah it Mm. would need to have something else on there but I think this just comes down to me not loving loads of sweet stuff yeah I'm the same I would never you know like when you see pancakes on a menu they're often a bit like freak shaky aren't they like they've got everything on them and I don't want that they're like red velvet flavored and yeah you know, there's ice cream and sprinkles and chocolate and, I, and I feel Nutella and Biscoff are the bane of my lives. Yes. My lives. Your lives. <laughs> Such a Buddhist um, sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were some of our listeners' favourite toppings? Yeah, so we asked you lovely people on Instagram what your favourite toppings were and... The standard ones came out a lot. So 
big, lots of votes for just syrup on its own, syrup and fruit. Butter uh, and syrup. Load of votes, butter and syrup, yeah. A couple of people with just butter, um, peanut butter, meat and sweet. Some people saying bacon, some people saying sausage, and then sausage. like a syrup. I did not know that. I know. No, nor me. I've never, but, but that's just not my vibe, so I wouldn't um, choose it. And then um, somebody said like yogurt, peanut butter, and very ripe peaches. I like that. And that sounds delicious. Yeah, I, I think that's the winner for me. And I wonder if they meant that all together, but I hope so yeah. because it sounds great. I assume so. Someone also said almond butter, honey, and sweet yogurt, which sounds great. Yeah. Someone else said something in ricotta, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, ricotta, yeah. honey. Yeah, these are good shouts. I think, yeah, I think there's more work to be done. <laughs> we also asked whether people preferred, like, big, fluffy American boys, like we're talking about today, or, yeah. like, crepe-style ones, and... I was worried in the beginning because I'm a big fluffy boy fan and you prefer crepes, right? Nice addition of fan at the end. <laughs> I'm a big fluffy boy. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, if I had to pick, yeah, I would pick the, I don't know. I just, I'm not a big pancake person. But, you know, we, we can get into that later. This can be my redemption. <laughs> um, but it ended up exactly 50-50, like exactly straight down the middle. Just like Lamar always wanted. <laughs> like this shit, like small British acts, like throwback. I know. Episode. Um, whilst we're on crepes, though, I, I do, mm. on pancake day, I would have a crepe with lemon and sugar, I think. Right. That's my thing. But would you have a big American fluffy boy on pancake day? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i would um i think that's not what jesus would back, have wanted by the way um i don't think it was jesus actually uh who was i think it was moses wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> i think it was moses and the jews that needed to eat their stuff to well we have pancakes oh uh, yeah isn't it i I did. I was taking the piss. Oh, no, because, yeah, obviously, like, you know, Lent. But I believe that the whole pancake thing is a like, the, the Jews oh. leaving um, to go into exile. And, it, wow, I feel like we definitely need to take this out because I've got no <laughs> idea. <laughs> it was really fun here. <laughs> um, yes, okay, so you would have an American boy. Fine, okay, fine. But I, I like, I put... On the savoury side, mm -hmm. I do like a crepe, like a, you know, like a French style buckwheat. Do you? With ham and cheese or something? What would you, no cheese. What would you get in there? Yeah, yeah, cheese, cheese. like a like a mild one, ham, cheese. I had um, a great, last time I was in Paris, back, you know, in the before times. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it's a place that you told me about or our French colleague also gave me a list of places um, and I had the best that crepe that I've thought about ever since and it was like mushrooms and cheese and oh. it was just like bang on you oh. know all those all the things um, all the things interesting I don't think that was me because I didn't really eat many pancakes when I was in 
um, yes, yeah. I believe the French call them crepes. <laughs> I could not do a crepe. <laughs> Did you learn to make crepes at school? No. <laughs> like, like Catholic school, I mean. <laughs> yeah, <no>. For Lent. <laughs> Uh, no we didn't crepes was not on the list one time we did someone made crepes Suzette in a demo I think but we we never actually did the recipe yeah yeah I just watched the episode last night actually by the way of the bear where they go to culinary school um it's like the second episode of the second season because I'm incredibly behind uh She's a- but that's okay because I just need I need the time between the episodes because they're all very stressful. Yes, they are a bit. But this season is a bit more calm. Yeah, he's just met, met Claire, who I believe is his love interest later on. Yes. Um, we, get, we should talk about the bear when I finished it, but I'm interested to know why... <laughs> Why they build? The, why are they building that kind of like romantic tension between Sid and Calm when that's not? They're very platonic, like that. That's not happening. But I feel like that there's like flashes of it. I don't know. Anyway, again, this is not about pancakes. Think, They've not made pancakes on the bear, as far as I'm aware. I think we should have um, a mini sewed to the bear when you finish mm. it. Well, you know. <laughs> Everyone else, we've said this before and we made the joke that everyone else should have moved on by then. But anyway, let's talk. Everyone moved on to Boiling Point (laughs) on BBC. (laughs) You've Um, heard of a little thing called MasterChef. Also, shout out to my um, husband, talking about MasterChef. My husband, Steve, who I want to absolutely slag off right now on the pod. And I'm sorry, babe, I love you. But he was telling me... So we were talking the other day about something and he was like, I saw Greg Wallace say what you need to like lose weight. I just You saw Greg Wallace say what? He said, Oh, I saw a TikTok of Greg Wallace saying what you need to do to lose weight. Like he was talking I was like, Greg Wallace, the new <laughs> Mr. Motivator. <laughs> we were saying it earnestly. Anyway, so... Yeah. Oh. Oh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so every time he's like turned down, you know, a sweet treat or, you know, he's tried to be a bit healthy, I've been like, oh, are you Greg Waters? <laughs> oh. Sorry, babe. Love you. We asked our readers, the readers, we asked our listeners, not only Vic's still cracking up at Greg Waters, uh, which toppings you like but which recipes you like and then you guys had some great suggestions and that's what we've used as basis for the recipes that we are making because some of them came up so many times yes yeah they did little uh julia tertian and her sour cream pancakes came up a couple of times a few times um who else mark bitman on New York Times cooking? Yes. That came up a lot, I felt. Yeah. Um, people like that one a lot. A couple of crepe recipes came up, right? They were like Alison Roman and Gizzy Erskine, I think. Gizzy Erskine. Yeah. yeah. And the other one that came up lots, I forget now. <laughs> 
the Sophie Dahl one came Sophie up. Sophie Dahl, yes. She did like lemon, she has like lemon ricotta pancakes. Um, yeah, Felicity Cloak has done this, obviously. Yeah. But what I was sad about in Felicity, we didn't do, we didn't do Felicity Cloak's recipe in the end. But um, when you, usually in Felicity Cloak's best yeah. way to make whatever it is, she she took her she took through her process right. She's like, oh, I use this this recipe and this recipe and this recipe, and that's how I got to this. Yes. Um, but for the American pancakes one, that's not there. That her preamble isn't there. It's just her recipe. Oh. She um, just decided to take it on her own shoulders. She was just yeah, like she was like, feeling. I, I don't need these guys. <laughs> also, someone suggested Pancake um, Princess, which is a blog that I hadn't heard of. No. Um, what does she make? Pancakes only. <laughs> only pancakes <laughs> in various forms. Um, and a Heidi Swanson recipe came up as well. A BBC Good Food Healthy one. Not because it was healthy, but because they do something apparently with the egg whites that this reader listens oh. uh, really like. Yeah, I can imagine that get, it gets them fluffed up. Yeah. <laughs> There's too many innuendos <laughs> in this. <laughs> um, um, so. Also, we added to the list. Oh, yes. My favourite recipe, which didn't come up from the listeners. So I don't know what that says about me or them. <laughs> But uh, let's make some is... sweeping statements. <laughs> <laughs> mine, talking about the bear, actually, mine is Matty Matteson's yeah. pancake recipe, which is on the Vice website, which I've made a few times. I thought that this recipe was by Action Bronson when uh, I told you about yes. it. But actually, when I looked it up, it's... um by Matty Matteson, who is in The Bear. Yes. He's the, like, guy that fixes everything. Yeah, he's got a transformation coming up. He will be glad to hear. Um, and we also added my sister's favourite, which is John Gerode of MasterChef. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I think it's on the BBC Good Food website, and I think, um, yeah, she always really rates that one. I think it's got bicarb of soda in it, but it's... Um, I would say that we should have made that one for her, but she's not really listened to our podcast lately, so she doesn't deserve to have any sort of... <laughs> she has foregone <laughs> our our podcast for My Therapist Ghosted Me. And, yeah, she hasn't come back since. So, Ursula, wow. naming and shaming. Wow, Ursula, thanks for that. <laughs> They are very funny, to be fair. I don't don't know. We are very funny. Yes. We're not, we're, they're a little bit more X-rated, I think, than we are. We need to do cookbook circle after hours to get Ursula back on board. (laughs) Okay. Well, you you become a Patreon member. I know. (laughs) Maybe that's the kind of content that we'll put out there. And Vic can talk about our big fluffy American boys all day long. (laughs) All night long. Um, So... Thick. So we divided and conquered yes. in this conquer season, <laughs> and we did two popular recipes yeah. each. So I did Alison Roman, our old friend. Oh, so she wasn't a crap the- one. You did a Roman no. one. Oh my god, I'm silly. I'm silly. 
It was just Gizzy that just was Gizzy. A- I mix up my bullshit, uh, you know, female chef. <laughs> Uh, Alison Roman, fellow podcaster. Welcome to the podcasting world, Alison Roman. I'm sure you'll need all the help you can get. Uh, that's that's sarcasm. Uh, she go listen to Alison Roman's podcast. Have you listened to it? It's probably great, but she's oh. she's not. Have I listened yeah. to it? No, I'm listening to my therapist ghosted me. Back. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't uh-huh. listened yet, but I may. Yeah, I may. Have too. you? No, no, I may as well. I'm, I'm actually really bad at listening <laughs> to podcasts outside of off menu. Um, okay, so you- can confirm. <laughs> you, even including our own. Um, so you've done Alison Roman and... I did Mark Bittman as well. So I've done the New York Times food lads. Yeah. They're both on New York Times food. And, and you have done... I've done Julia Tertian's sour cream pancakes just because I really wanted to. I wanted to do a Julia Tertian recipe on. Her book looks great. Yeah, I feel like she... I'm surprised it's taken this long for us to do Julia Tertian on this recipe, on this podcast. (laughs) On this recipe for success. (laughs) Um, And just because they were Vic's favourites, I've done the Matty Matheson fluffy pancakes from Vice. Yeah, but maybe no longer. Vice or Matina? Are they my favourite? Oh, interesting. Yes, I've got things to say on this too. So, do you want to go first? Should I go first? Go with one of them and I'll go then after. Okay. Um, We planned this really well. Um, uh, Should I talk about Mark Bittman's? Because actually, these are very simple uh, pancakes, but they came up a lot in people's favorite recipes so he's like a staff writer for the new york times i think recipe writer dream job. um honestly dream job um and they are called everyday pancakes yeah. um i can tell you that they do not include buttermilk okay which i thought is interesting because obviously both of these that i did are by american writers mm-hmm. buttermilk seems to be the standard for these type of pancakes yeah. but he just has normal milk so <clears throat> the recipe is two cups of flour yeah. two teaspoons of baking powder wow that's a lot that's quite a lot yeah uh a quarter teaspoon salt a tablespoon of sugar um and you mix all those together and then in an, a separate bowl you mix together uh, one and a half cups of milk. Mm-hmm. He oh, doesn't milk. say what kind of okay. milk. He's very throw caution to the wind in this. It, it, it seems to be like you just make it your own. Well, when you're making them every day, so, there's no time for Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you mix your milk with two eggs and then optional is two tablespoons of melted and cooled butter. So you mix all that together. Okay. And then you pour the wet into the dry Mm -hmm. and he says, mix it till till the flour is just moistened. Okay. He's like, lumps are okay, don't overmix. And then he's just like, put some oil or some butter in a pan. Okay. (laughs) Or a griddle. Um, I have thoughts as well on pans and stuff and then make them as big as you like or as small as you like okay uh 
put them in the pan, wait for... So cook them until the bubbles yeah. come up on the one side, flip them, cook them till they're brown, and then eat. Right. Or you can put them in the oven. He does say, I think he says that the first batch will need to be on a slightly warmer heat yes. than the rest. Okay. Which Alison Roman has a way to uh, stop that from happening, which is interesting. Um and they're good. They are very, uh, they're much cakier mm-hmm. than I would probably like. I think I quite like, a, what I've learned from this process, are like a fluffy, re- like really fluffy, quite light, as you may have gathered from my uh, thing. But these are quite dense. Okay. So I made some kind of smaller ones and some like larger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, they all worked out fine. Um, but yeah, very dense. They don't have, because they don't have buttermilk, they don't have that like nice tang yes. that the buttermilk you adds. Need the tang. Um, I think you need the tang as yeah. well. So they worked very well. They were very easy to make. Yeah. I did add the butter, even though that's optional. And then he does say, um, that when you're just moistening your flour, if the, the batter is too thick, you can add more milk. Okay. To make it thinner. Yeah. So up to two, not up to two more cups, but up to two cups total from one and a half. Um, you can make them bigger or smaller, whereas Alison Roman, the other one that I did, she is very exact in how big uh, each pancake okay. is. So yeah, they were good. I liked them. They were um, popular in the house. Well, they... Did Steve and um, Marcus get equal votes on this? Um, Marcus uh, didn't like any of okay. them. He didn't like any pancakes. He, uh, I tried to give him a number throughout the couple of days that I was doing this and he either just flat out refused or took a bite then spat it out. Okay. So Great. A discerning judge. Don't know why yeah. that is. <laughs> But Stephen really liked these ones. Uh, he liked that they were cakier and denser. So, yeah. So that's Mark Bittman. They're in the New York Times. Very easy. Would recommend. No chilling time. No chilling time. Okay, yeah. For me during making. <laughs> for you or the batter. Zero <laughs> I think I did chill them for like a little, a small amount of time because I had to go and do something. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I presume that was fine. Interesting. I don't think it affected the last. But yeah, two teaspoons of baking powder is a lot. Yes, that is a lot. And I would be interested. Yeah. I mean, these Matthew Matheson ones from Vice that I did have both baking powder and baking soda. Um, mm-hmm. So he's, this one is definitely like a little bit more involved, as you know, because you've made it. Um, it's not like... When, Sorry about that. No, no, it's, it still was like, what are you talking, like 50, not even 15 minutes probably to bring it all together. But you sift the flour, that's fine. He's, he says no one wants lumpy pancakes, so this has to prevent that. Then you add some sugar to the flour mixture and you add in, that's just like three tablespoons for two cups of flour. I, I just got my cup measures out for this because I'm for the other one because you just have to give in at some point. Yeah, same. Um, add the baking powder, baking soda, a pinch of salt, and sift all ingredients together in the bowl and set it aside. Then you melt some butter over medium-low. Do not burn that. 
you let it cool in the pan. And then you separate eggs, four of them, and you whisk the egg whites until oh. fluffy. And he says like a whiskey sour consistency, which I really did appreciate that little tip about how <laughs> what, what consistency I was going for. And you add the buttermilk then to the egg whites, which I thought was interesting because then I thought I was going to kind of weigh down the egg whites because it's quite heavy, right? Mm. Um, and then in the different bowl, you stir the yolks until they're blended. You add in sugar there. And then you slowly add the cooled melted butter into that egg yolk mixture. And then you whisk the yolk mixture with your butter and sugar into the egg white mixture, which has the egg whites and the buttermilk. And then you slowly whisk the flour mixture into that so that no clumps form. And you whisk it through to fluffy consistency and you refrigerate it for 10 minutes. Um, mm -hmm. And then he says in a large skillet, generously spray nonstick spray, which I think this is actually right. Like, I think it should be maybe not butter that you're frying the pancakes in because butter just burns and then your pancake burns. Um, so I think that was my one of my big takeaways. But you don't want an oily pancake, so you don't, you don't want to use a lot of oil. No. I ended up actually using spray. Did you? Cooking spray for both of them in the end because, yeah, Roman says oil. Mark Bittman's like, do whatever you mm. want. Um <laughs> Um, but yeah, like you're right. It burns. Yeah. Or, or the oil just kind of sits. Yeah. It's just like a little bit to like moisten the pan, right? Like I use like a good nonstick yeah. um, frying pan. He says to spoon a cookie sized portion of batter into the pan. I found that this batter oh. is quite, um, yeah, it's quite, it holds its shape. It's not that runny when you put it in the mm -hmm. pan because it's chilled and the density or whatever um he says don't press on them or fuck with them at all <laughs> let them sit there and chill out and think about your special person and then when you see the bubbles <laughs> forming then you flip them um and plate them up with maple syrup and eat so i made these quite they i made these smaller than the julia tertian ones because she says a bigger size and they spread a little bit um but they were good i think they were uh, good consistency they were a little bit denser than I thought they would be. And I wondered if maybe I hadn't like fluffed the egg whites enough maybe or something. Cause in theory I, mm. I got what he was going for there. Um, but yeah, really good height and like, yeah, density yeah. and holds their shape really well. Um, small. I think I would prefer them a little bit bigger next time maybe, but yeah, they were, they were good. I feel like sometimes when they're too small, you feel like you're overpaying at some brunch restaurant, don't you? <laughs> That's how I feel. Like you've gone into some fancy brunch restaurant, you've paid 15 quid for pancakes and three tiny little, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, totally. Boys. <laughs> no <laughs> small boys, only big fluffy boys. <laughs> Are you all hearing this? <sighs> Um, so yeah, it was interesting to do two. I did them on the same day. So it was like interesting to do the two literally almost at the same time and directly compare them for flavor and texture and everything. So watch the space for my analysis while we return to oh. Victoria for her. And what did you eat them with? Did you do maple syrup? I did maple syrup for those. Yeah. I did maple syrup for both of them actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were good. Yeah. yeah. Same. Um, Okay. You don't want to do tertian straight off? I can do tertian straight off. Because Yeah, why don't we why don't you directly compare because you did them at the same yes, time? Because, I did mine over a couple of days. I think this was really interesting, as I've just said. 
it's very, very interesting. Julie Tertian's ones are way <laughs> rather, rather interesting. interesting, way more straightforward in that you just literally um, uh, put the flour, sugar, baking soda. She doesn't use baking powder. She uses two teaspoons of baking soda to one and a half cups of flour. Oh, wow. We've got the whole um, spectrum. What's the word? Spectrum. I was, I was trying to say stigma, and I was like, that's not the word. <laughs> no, no anyway. stigmas here. She uses a teaspoon <laughs> of salt, which I, as opposed to um, Matthew Matheson's pinch of salt, and I think that was the changing factor for me. They had a really mm. good salty, like, but not too salty thing. And, like, this is definitely a personal preference, but I just do love anything like salt salt and savory like that thing that I loved in Venice the ice cream with the olive oil and the salt like that's not everyone's cup yes. of tea, but that is I just find that those that stuff really interesting um but yeah so basically you put all your dry ingredients in that bowl and then you add in eggs four eggs and two cups of sour cream and you stir it until it just comes four yeah. eggs um so it was like the batter oh, was yeah it was um the batter was slightly more liquid than the Matthew Matheson one she does say to cook them in butter a tablespoon of butter which I felt like it ended up kind of burning my first bubble because mm. bubbles weren't coming through um but anyway that's just a lesson to learn but then she says pour the batter into the pan in like quarter cup increments to form pancakes that are roughly four inches I didn't do a quarter cup but I just tried to guess what four inches were and they kind of spread out a bit mm. more than I thought um, she does say the minute the pancakes become too precise is the minute they become no fun, uh, which, you know, is fair. and <laughs> yeah, she, you flip them over, cook them until they're nicely browned. And then, yeah, she says to serve them with more butter and maple syrup. And for me, the flavor of these was way better. Like I really, they mm. have like, such a different flavor. I didn't think that there would be that much variation, but I think it was the salt and maybe the sour cream. But I guess the sour cream and buttermilk are like vaguely similar in that they're kind of like a, yeah, slightly sour. Yeah, they sour, tangy. Yeah, but these were like delicious Ooh. in that I would have like happily just eaten them, and I did on their own, <laughs> some of them, because they were just like really, really tasty. So I think... Yeah. Out of the two for me, it was that Julia Tertian one that I really, really liked. Ooh. And it almost like, I get it. I was like, okay, yeah, I could eat a, I could eat a stack of these Ooh. different things. Yeah. So I think thanks to the guys that wow. nominated her. a convert. Yeah. Julia Tertian's the one for me. Wow. Right. Available for free online. All these recipes I think you can get pretty much yeah. for free. Julia Tertian's is on her Substack, right, right? But you can access it for yeah. free. Um, but, you know, if you can probably do support her because she seems like she's oh yeah a good gal. um but yeah she <laughs> she has some notes in there about like what else you could do you could sub in greek yogurt or cottage cheese um and like yeah add in blueberries or chocolate chips and so on um but yeah they were really really good i really liked them sorry to you and matt matheson but i'd be really interested okay. for you to try them now and you to see whether they yeah. like, convert you or not to that one as you go to well, if not Roman, Matty Matheson is dead to me oh. because Alison Roman, I think, is my new victor oh. of the pancake recipes. The redemption continues. Um, 
I know she's just a good baker. She is a great baker, yeah. Like that—that's uh, th- what we, she's a she's a pastry yeah. chef, and um, these are great. So these are also on New York Times cooking. I don't know if they're anywhere else. I guess she probably wrote it for them. They're called Perfect Buttermilk Pancakes, and they are two cups of flour, three tablespoons of sugar, so a bit more sugar than Mark. <laughs> um, she does half one and a half teaspoons of baking powder and ha- one and a quarter teaspoons of salt. Ooh. So you mix those yeah. together. Um, and then the wet ingredients are two and a half cups of buttermilk, which is yeah. quite a lot. And what she gets you to do is uh, mix the dry ingredients, then make a well in the middle and put the buttermilk yeah. in. And then crack two large eggs into the well. (laughs) And then add three tablespoons of melted butter. Okay. And then she says, mix together from the outside in, no, the inside out until just combined. And then they can go in the fridge for up to an hour. Okay. It's a bit like Yorkshire pudding. She says pudding, it can. She doesn't seem... <laughs> like, it seems mm-hmm. a bit like the method yeah. that you do for like a Yorkshire pudding or a Dutch baby. Yeah, she... Yeah, they... They smell so good. I don't know if it's... Like, and also, I think I've... I'll come to it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so I did put them in the fridge for about okay. an hour. Uh, but she doesn't say you have to do that. She says it can, you can okay. do that. So see what you think about that. So <clears throat> when you come to cook them she says put your skillet pan preferably cast iron but should be non-stick on the hob on a low heat for five minutes to warm it up okay and then when you're ready to cook turn it up to like medium high and use using a measuring cup she's very precise about this you have to um use a third of a cup for each pancake okay don't overcrowd the pan, yeah. uh, et cetera, et cetera. So they're, they're, they're kind of small, smallish. Yeah. Um, and it's the same, wait till the bubbles come, flip them, brown on the yeah. other side. These were so good. I really, really liked what they, I thought the, the flavours were perfect. They were perfectly fluffy. Ooh. Like the the... The batter had almost like risen and like aerated whilst it was in the fridge, like quite a lot. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, And maybe it was off the buttermilk. It was quite good buttermilk, I think. Just I got it from Marks and Spencer's and it looked like it looked fancier than like the one you get in (laughs) Sainsbury's. But I think that's that's a comment I want to have about pancakes generally. So I also tried to make some of these in a different pan like a non-stick just like a normal non-stick frying pan and then I I made them in my I've got like a wide Le Creuset so it is cast iron and they were they wouldn't brown up in the non-stick but in the cast iron they were like perfect apart from when you put butter in or too much oil Mm -hmm. and it just they don't cook right but when I started using the spray, I'm doing like a little trigger finger <laughs> spray thing. Um, they were perfect, but in the other pan, they were crap <laughs> and took way longer. So I just, I just wonder if a lot of it is about like your 
what you've got and your ingredients yeah. and your cookware about how you get like all the good things that you, you yeah need. maybe like gas or electric hob as well that probably yeah because yeah it is harder to regulate the heat a little bit on the gas ones I mean more so on electric mm. but yeah I definitely did like over cook mine a little bit at the start with that but I blame the butter rather than the gas I think there <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think it's really interesting the the flavor differences in them. Like, yeah, that was the because I just thought pancakes are just kind of like bready, right? Like, there's no, there's not how much variation yeah. can there be there? But yeah, having those like tertian ones as well as the the Matty Matson ones, then it's like it it renewed my faith. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What about the pancakes? <laughs> oh, sorry, the pancakes. <laughs> yeah, but you could actually have like tasty pancakes. So yeah, I think I think maybe I've just been eating the wrong ones, you know. And easy, yeah. Right? So if you want to make them for others or another yeah. time, but I still feel you're not going to yeah, have to. I just feel on. like I, I need convincing on the toppings. That's all. I want to hear interesting ones. Yeah. I bet tahini would be nice with some other stuff. Obviously, that's a bit craggy yeah. too. But like, yeah, maybe some like. Creme fresh and what about some kind of like salted ricotta situation with then with some like stone fruit or something? Yeah, I think if you like poach some fruit or something so that you get a bit of like juiciness going on, that would probably be really good too. Yeah. Um so you are converted to Alison Roman. I am Alison Roman until I try the tertian yeah. ones. Um, and the Bitman ones were good as well. The, <laughs> uh, like they, Stephen preferred oh, really? them. Marcus didn't prefer either. Yeah, he preferred them cakier, denser. But also I did them on different days, so it wasn't a direct comparison. So I can't, as in like, you know, hunger levels may have been different, <laughs> etc. <cetera. laughs> um, but... yeah. I love the Alison Rome ones. I was a bit like you with the Julia Tertian ones. I was like just eating them yes. plain, like the ones that have been discarded that I couldn't take a photo of. <laughs> I just took photos of them plain, by the way, because I thought that would be best for direct comparison. Yeah. They're gonna look- I did a little bit of uh, maple syrup on oh, mine just know. to... <laughs> you can but- be the first one on the grid. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll okay, so we're saying Tertian and Roman, leaders... You're going to go away and cook the Tertian ones at some point. I'll go away and cook the Roman ones at some point, And we'll we'll come back and yeah. report to everyone on which. We'll come back or and report. Or our listeners could do it. All in all, yes, exactly. Great pancake recipes that you can use. If you, do, if you don't have or can't get buttermilk, that Mark Bittman one is great. Yeah. Uh, and produces that same, like, light, fluffy Result. pancake that would be impressive uh with just milk and i'm sure you could use obviously it needs eggs but i'm sure you could use like plant-based milk or different milks if you wanted yeah. to um but yeah yeah pancake watch has has concluded <laughs> for now <laughs> we'll be back with the sequel <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we want it we want it well we probably should do crepes so i guess if we've done this one we should do crepes or okay. something 
<laughs> Anna's face is like, no, I don't care. I don't really want to do crepes. Well, wait till pancake day and just do it as a little mini. Ooh. Oh, sorry. I just flashed a leg up it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. I thought we were I'm not doing after hours just lit. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to just stretch out my legs, so I just swung it over the camera. <laughs> Sorry. What about um our spin-off show where we <laughs> where we um talk about cookware uh, in a sexy way, and it's called Only Pants. <laughs> Give us a little preview then, please. <laughs> With his <coughs> smooth um, on coating. <laughs> I'm not sure I should be on this show. <laughs> that was my audition and it went really badly. Be careful not to touch the hot hands. <laughs> Come on, too hot to handle. I don't know. But I think it could work. Okay. Yes, we'll workshop it. <laughs> I think OnlyFans is, you know, is is an area that we should explore. There's a lot of money to be made. Someone was reading last week that you some people make like 200k a month on OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. We're looking to diversify. I, <laughs> I think only pans, only pans could make us that. Yeah. We could do legitimate reviews. It's useful and it's arousing. <laughs> you know, a, a, a rising basket. <laughs> Thing, right? It's not a very common <laughs> Venn diagram, is it? Useful and erratic. <laughs> <laughs> but my God, we'll be right there in the middle. <laughs> well, well, people, a lot of people have a foot thing and feet are very useful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should. <laughs> wow. Um, well, yeah, we'll let you guys know when that launches so you can do them. <laughs> Um, let in us the know, meantime <laughs> yes your favorite you should um, subscribe to our patreon where we don't get naked no not yet but maybe when we get really desperate um <clears throat> yes let us know yeah subscribe to our patreon let us know your favorite pancake toppings and if you've made the tertian and roman recipes and which one is your favorite <laughs> do god's work god's who do you think would win in a fight uh, Roman all day long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know much about Julia Tertian. Maybe we should do, do a... Sorry. Maybe we should do a Julia Tertian book. She has that book, yeah. like, Small... What's it called? Small Victories. Her first solo cookbook. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's, yeah, she's also the... Um co-writer on that book that i have in bb's kitchen oh yeah about east african food wow yeah let's 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 add her to the list put her on the list <laughs> the long old list anyway We're gonna go now. pancakes <laughs> roman but we'll put the links in the show notes yeah and 
thanks for listening and just keep suggesting things for these ultimate episodes because they're really fun they are very fun make me feel like some sort of kind of actual professional food person <clears throat> testing things in my tiny tiny yeah. test kitchen. i've realized that my panel of one is maybe too small i need to be taking them out to to more people so it's just a, i'm being a bit of a dictator really I mean, you, you know, the Steve. people want to know what you think, not what random people on the street think. Yeah, that's true. Just like you discounted Steve's opinion. <laughs> I didn't discount it. I told you what it was. I just say, <laughs> I'm not Greg Wallace thinks. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think Greg Wallace has like a cookbook on like losing weight? I bet he does. Oh, I bet he does. Losing weight and marrying a woman to a third, third of your age. <laughs> Oh, is that what he's done? I think he's with I think I knew that about him. I think he's with the young Oh, woman. no. Maybe that's what Steve wants to do. He didn't tell me about that part of the TikTok. <laughs> Sorry, we're going to go now. Vic's crying. <laughs> I mean, if Steve married someone a third of his age, that might be illegal. Barely legal. <laughs> no, not even barely. He's not that old. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of the cookbook circle if you enjoyed it please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a review as it helps others to find us and enjoy us you can see how the recipes from this episode turned out on our instagram at cookbook circle where you can also get in touch with us let us know your thoughts feedback ideas for episodes whatever you like we really love to hear from all of you so we'll see you next time Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.